It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Total Villains podcast. It's been a while, but as always, I'm joined by Mr. George Prokopper. How are you doing, my friend? Hello, mate. How are we? Um, yeah, it's been Slightly a while. depressed, if I'm being honest you know with you. Oh, aren't we all? Aren't we all? After <laughs> some of the football we've had to deal with over the last, say, 10, oh, it's two weeks now. Uh, yeah. Because it's Wednesday. Oh, no, it's not. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. But, yeah, it's been, it's been two weeks. Um yeah, it's been a mess, but we're here mm. to we're here to talk about it. So we are. We it's are. gonna it's gonna be a fun one, isn't it, Bill? No, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> it really isn't. Uh so we'll just kick things straight off with um the Watford game. Just touch on it briefly. Um not good enough, nowhere near good enough. Um what are your thoughts? That's all, that's literally all I have to say about it, to be honest. Honestly, it it wasn't good. Um, I thought I, I did write some stuff down. We obviously we dominated the ball, and what happened was it's very typical Villa, which we've done ever since we got promoted. Whenever we've been able to dominate possession, we've struggled because we've not been able to break down a dip like a low block, um, and then that sort of led into I just think honestly we just looked too far apart too often mm-hmm. um, and that then led us to being very vulnerable on the counter and we we got punished for just not not being switched on enough I think um, yeah. it wasn't good you know no, I was I, I was expecting a, a different lineup to what we got to be honest with you I, was, I will say that annoyed that did annoy me yeah I can, it uh, it it got it really got to me, but I, I do kind of see the logic. I think Watkins definitely had to have a break when you've got someone mm. as good as Danny Ings on the bench just waiting there patiently. You've got to give him a go. So that made perfect sense. It, it had to happen that change. But I after after reflecting on it, he, Gerard gave those players a chance to redeem themselves from the game against Newcastle. Um, which I can't blame him for. His team talk was go out there and just redeem yourselves. Put up a fight, show some passion, get stuck in and play better, basically. It didn't <laughs> um, work. 
which they didn't do. And I think changes well and truly have got to be made now. And by that, I mean personnel. You've got Sans on there. You've got Chukawemka there on the bench. You know, McGinn has been non-existent. Louise has been non-existent. Jacob Ramsey's the only one that can hold his head up somewhat in that midfield. It's just been such a spineless performance for the past two weeks. It's just so frustrating. I'll let you speak for a bit. Mate, honestly, no, I'm completely, I completely agree with what you say. Um, I was, I was disappointed when I saw the starting 11 and like the result, it was almost like, yes, yeah, Steven Gerrard's come out and said he got it wrong, but I was, I, th- I was really disappointed that it went, he comes out saying he was going to make changes and said, oh, I might have to make changes like these players, they've not been good enough. And he's only made the one change. Like, did you find that strange or was it just a me thing? Uh, no, I I did find it strange and I was fully expecting Sanson to play, whether it be for McGinn or Louise. I was fully expecting him to mm. at least start the game. Um, but I think that we what he said after the Newcastle game, we, we're going to make changes, changes need to be made and stuff like that. I think it was very much a heat in the moment thing, as we all get. Yeah, I think I it was yeah. it was probably uh Right, now I've had time to reflect on it. I probably shouldn't have said that, but I did. And I the changes will be made, but not I'm gonna give them a chance to redeem themselves. That that's what I think's happened. It was I it just seemed even at the time it seemed a bit of a heat of the moment thing. Yeah. Although he was correct. <laughs> yeah. I no, I get that. Uh, it was it was just annoying, man. <laughs> Just yeah, I I was working all day, so I kind of was allowed to just walk away from it. I, <laughs> literally, I didn't even watch watch any actual highlights till Sunday night. That's that's how sort of switch. Yeah, I just switched I don't off blame from it. This weekend, there was like, no, nah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna sleep all day Sunday because went out Friday, <laughs> and um, yeah, just chilled out. Thought, yeah. oh shit, I might as well see how bad the Villa were. They were crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but- um, the thing that really, really annoyed me um, is, <laughs> is the Villa fans and the reaction of the Villa fans to the loss. You know, on Twitter, you've got so many people saying, oh, we need to change. Gerard needs to change tactics. It's clearly not working. Round square pegs in round holes and all this stuff. No, no. Gerard has an idea of how he wants to play football. We cannot change the way that Gerard wants to play football. For short-term gain in a season that's redundant, we're not going to get relegated. Stupid to even think so. We're not going to get Europe. Stupid to even think so. The rest of the season is redundant. Why would we why change tactics halfway through a season for short-term gain, which isn't even going to give us that much to hurt us in the long term kind of thing. Yeah, mate. Do you I, know what I'm trying? It just, it just doesn't make sense. And it's so frustrating because it, yeah. it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't I make think, sense. And I see so many people saying it. And it, it really gets to me. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> uh, no, I, 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 am, I do completely agree with you. But maybe not to the like, full extent. Because I think we need to, I think it's clear there needs to be not necessarily a change in system, 
but like just a little bit of a tweak now, just a bit of an adjustment. Because I mean, I don't know if you've looked at them, but like the average positions uh, on mm. social score, uh, sofa score from no, from Saturday, you literally have it. Just it shows how like vulnerable we were on the counter. But Cash's position's quite high, right? So you've got your two centre halves, and then you've got instead of having Douglas Louise behind Ramsey and McGinn, you have the most quite a wide midfield three, pretty much level. Then you have Cash slightly higher up, but obviously like pinned to the wing. Mm. And then then you have Luca Dean's even further forward. And then your front three is of it's a bit of a like it's narrow. It's slight. It's not exactly yeah, like up kind of thing. Yeah, it, it's it's fine. I think the front front three is okay in looking at it. Douglas Louise has been an issue for let's be honest a few games at least now. Mm. He's building up. Um, he's looked okay there. And now he's he, the last few games he's really struggled in holding midfield. Um, I think I think we can all agree his best work has been higher up, but he's been okay mm. until the last say four or five matches. Yeah, he was okay against Everton, I thought, but yeah, all the others he's he's struggled. Mm. Um, I think the full like we just so we need. This is why we said before we started recording. Um, I think Callum Chambers needs to go. Now Conter's back. I think Callum Chambers has to play that holding midfield role at the moment just because you might as well go for someone who, like Nakamba, will sit and protect the mm. um, back uh, the centre-halves and because that leaves you less vulnerable on the counter. It also allows like a centre-half to cover the full-backs with the full-backs being so high. Mm. Um, then you've got maybe we just need to... Bring the fullbacks back a little bit. Just, just say, all right. Or maybe you bring Ashley Young in for cash. Or you like, or do you know what I mean? Maybe you just go, okay. Let's just slightly be a bit more conservative with that because he's still an attacking player. But just balance it a little bit because Luke, like, unless you're going to tell Luca Dean, you're going to go, look, don't just come on, hold, just calm down a little bit because I think that that looked like a big issue to me, especially with. Someone like Ismail Asar running down that wing. Typically, first start in three months was against us. Yeah. And it's their first win in three months. Yeah. How brilliant. <laughs> I mean, I think that they're the twins. But I think that I, we struggled to break them down as well, which is a I do. Problem. I do. Yeah, definitely. I think we needed to get Coutinho and Buendia on the ball a little bit more often. But just getting back to what you were saying then, I do understand what you were saying about the fullbacks, maybe not bombing on as much and this and that. Um, I do actually, although I was calling it very illogical before we started, um, I do understand the Callum Chambers thing um, in the six. I think it'd be interesting to see. Um, but I think with in terms of the bombing on fullbacks, like I say, I do understand what you're saying, but that's how Gerard wants to play. That's how we no, see... That's how we it. see... That's I how we see Liverpool play. Not bomb on. I just and, think maybe we need the bit of balance where if one has gone all the way up, one tucks in a little bit more. Yeah. Do you know? And I, I, mean? I suppose, suppose with Ch- with Chambers there, that probably does allow Konza to yeah. move over slightly as well. But then yeah. you lose. Then you're losing someone like Douglas Louise's passing ability in the middle of the park. I mean, I I would probably take Douglas Louise out of the team at the moment, but. You know, him and McGinn, they've both been poor. Oh, they've I'd both have, been I'd atrocious. I'd probably play Douglas Louise as an eight if it wasn't yeah. for his absolutely horrific goal. I mean, I'd probably take McGinn out, let's be honest, as well at yeah. the moment. 
I think Definitely. I mean you spoke was it before or just going into it like Sanson I think Sanson has to get his chance. Um mm. I think it's it's we like like we said, we've it, Gerard gave them a chance to redeem themselves, which mm. they didn't do. It's now down to Gerard to give those players give those fringe players, if you like, their opportunity in the first team. And it's then down to them whether they take it with two hands or just let that chance pass them by. If they just let the chance pass them by, then I think they'll be gone, to be honest yeah, with you. I, but I think I, someone like Sanson, you saw his Instagram post as well that he posted yesterday or whenever it was, never give up. He's just got like the mentality that I think we need. And I saw well, Martinez. Playing and any footballer's going to want to play. I think that's it. No, exactly. I think, and I think with someone like Sanson, when, whenever he's played, whenever he's played, he's done well. Yeah, barring I, barring that silly back pass that was very unfortunate against United, that's probably dropped him out of Gerrard's good books, if you like, a little bit. Um, but besides that, he was he played fantastic against them. He was brilliant against Man United. But then he does that, and then the next week, John McGinn's back in because he's not suspended anymore. And then where's his chance? Now's the perfect opportunity for for him to have another chance. And Sanson's the kind of player, from what I've seen anyway, personally, I think he will grab that opportunity with both hands and make it really yeah. hard for whoever it is, John McGinn or Douglas Louise, to get back into the team. I think we've really just like balance, and that's the key word. Um, mm. So I don't, this is why I don't really want to see Sanson in the six because I, I, he likes to go forward. It's like McGinn. I think McGinn, if John, you could tell John McGinn to fucking sit there, he'd be great because he would, like, I know everyone says he, he's better the higher he goes up, but at the moment he's not getting that high up. I don't think he's. Um, I feel like he's not doing much going forward. He's doing a bit, and by the looks of it, from the Watford game he was. But I, you know, I don't know where I'm going with that one. But John, John McGinn's <laughs> been poor. Like Sanson's going to want to do the same yeah. thing and get forward. I was, there we go. We're back to the point. Uh, I think you said about Carney earlier on, and I don't. I don't think I'd like to see Carney in a midfield three at the moment, or in the midfield. But maybe, like I think he has to play in that two behind the striker. Mm. Uh, the I just don't think he's he's all right bringing him off the bench. I still just don't. And this is why I think he doesn't get as much game time. I just don't think he's just like disciplined enough defensively yet. It will cut. Yeah, I think. But I think one really, one thing that really one thing that really annoyed me, and it is very it's very small, but. In that game against Leeds, obviously I was there. When he, when he came on against Leeds, there was that opportunity for him to... It was it was like a 50-50, wasn't it, between him and the defender who got there first. And he just kind of like jogged over and the Leeds defender was just able to kind of run away with it. That really annoyed me. And that's the kind of yeah. thing when I say we need that intensity and things like that. If that's a... I know we've just been slating off, but if that's a John McGinn, you put your house on him to get there, don't you? Yeah. But, but that's, that, that's the kind of thing with Cardi. So I, I, I completely agree with what you're saying. I just, I think I'd keep Danny Ings up front. And we, we've kind of gradually worked forward with this, haven't we? So I think... I think are, you, are you feeling all right? I, know, I knew you were going to say this. <laughs> well, at the end of the day, I know we've had a lot of shots and... Uh, how many we had? We only created one big chance in that game. I imagine it was the one where Ings hit the post. Uh, and Watford, which was way, offside created... as well, by the way. Was it bloody hell? Yeah, even better. Um, yeah, Watford created four. Mm. 
It just shows how much we struggled to break them down, even though we had 20 shots. Yes. Like, I saw Ashley Priest say that the average shot distance was 23 yards or something stupid. Absolutely baffling. Yeah, McGinn didn't help that one. No, trying to shape no. up from about 50 yards out. Is oh, it, it, it was it, just though. ridiculous. He, he, you know, when he goes on that little run and he's like about to take a shot and then he takes it a little bit further and then he's about to take the shot and takes it a little bit further. He started that about 50 yards out on the halfway line. <laughs> um, that, I feel like that's what uh, Coutinho was. I've watched the highlights again, like just before we come on. Coutinho did like touch some awful shots, just like from. Yeah. I know he, I know that's what he does. And he off, like he goes close with a couple of them, but there's some where he's like, "Why are you shooting from there?" Mm. But I, no, I think I this is it. I think we need to sort of this going back to about back to basics a little bit. We kind of need to just even just narrow up a little bit with the fullbacks because even if they took in a bit more and we can see. Like the space out wide, little. It's mm. easier to pass the ball around. You might, you might be able to break a team down who's sitting in so deep. Yeah. But you're also going to drag them out at the same time. I think if we are wide, we're all we're not compact enough. Mm. But so Heather, that hence why like Coutinho might have shot so often because the fullbacks are just yeah. out here, and you're like, okay, I can't pass to them. <laughs> um, did you read the who oh, the talking tactics and like a brilliant thread on Villa? I d- I don't know. I might have to. I I'd probably have remembered just, it. Yeah, it was it was a really good read. Uh, just Villa being too far apart and not having two yeah. on ones if they go wide either, because the centre mids drop into the fullback role and they're not going to overlap. They're going to underlap. It's but they don't underlap. They kind of just sit there. Right. Um. Um. And just moving on, quick. I I say moving on, but one thing, another thing that I saw a lot on Twitter is we've spent. 300 million since coming back into the Premier League and we have someone said we have four capable players of playing in this system what what are your thoughts on that uh who are the capable players of playing in the system I don't know I don't know I just I, I just saw yeah. I just saw someone say we've got four capable players and that's probably including Martinez Conza and Mings <laughs> I, th- I don't think they're let's be honest they're not they're not putting Mings in there unfortunately no, Twitter probably not actually. I don't even know if they're putting Conza in there. Conza's not having a good season, Billy. We can say how good he is, but he's not having a good mm. season. He's been bad recently. Um, I mean, Ramsey's one of them. I reckon Wendy is probably one of them because he's been quite good recently mm. in this system because yeah. it puts him in exactly where you want him to be. I don't even know about Luca Dean. Like, it's still going to take him time to get used to it. I don't know about Matty Cash. I feel like Matty Cash is a bit one dimension at times. I think we can agree. <laughs> And if we could get, I think he'll be gone in the summer. He could well be. I I wouldn't be surprised. I reckon. I mean, I'd like more than thirty million euros for him. To yeah, push that I'd like forty million for him to be on forty million euros at least. Yeah, I think I think that'll. It's about thirty-five million yeah. pounds, I think, isn't it? Off think, the top of my head, I think about Atleti still want him for some reason in the summer. I don't. I'm not slagging off Matty Cash. I don't want to, but he's not. He's all right. He just doesn't suit the system, does he? He just doesn't suit the system. And this is the thing that I was going to kind of get onto. Like, this isn't Gerard's team by any stretch of the imagination. Yep. I think he's fine. He's had, he's had one window and he spent 25 million on a very experienced, very good left back, attacking left back who can play how he wants to play. Maybe we haven't seen it as as we as much as we would have liked to by now, but he is 
by far and away a much better left back than Matty Target has been. Yeah. But what, um, hold on, I've got a debate for you then because we mm-hmm. talk about Ligdeen. It's obviously it's different because we have a lot less of the ball. But the Brighton game, I I can't find it now because my phone's my camera. But um, the average positions, I'll show you after. But the fact that Target was a little bit deeper than, oh, I say a little bit, like a lot deeper than Luca Dean, um, it gives you that balance. I have to admit, we look a lot more vulnerable at the moment because Luca Dean is that willing to get forward. However, I will say he's quite clearly the best attacking left back, or even just a fullback we've had all through the season. Um, mm. because he's also comfortable at coming inside if he needs to. Whereas Matty Cash is, a, as I said, a bit more one-dimensional, like he's going to stay wide a yeah. lot of the time. But I, th- I think that what you mentioned there with Luke Dean and Target is I think that's just how Gerard wants to play. I think that's why he didn't really rate Matt Target because yeah. he, I, rem- yeah, I remember him enough. saying, I can't remember which game it was after, but I remember him saying that, a few of the players still aren't really buying into his system just yet. And he has to change that. And I definitely think that Matt Target was one of them players because he felt so, because he was so slow, no, no disrespect to target, yeah. but he, he was very, very slow. Luke Dean isn't that much quicker himself, but I feel like if target just bombed on as much as Luke Dean, he's then got to run all the way back. And yeah, I think I get- by by target sitting back a little bit in him. Do, do you know what I'm trying to say? He, he feels a lot better and a lot more comfortable because you're going down. You're only back. going down one side, then, aren't you? I suppose. Yeah. Or yeah, no, no. That's I was just posing a question to you. It, it just showed like the and and the camber's the big miss. Just a guy you could sit in front of. The I never thought of. I'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely um, never thought we'd say that. To be honest, it's night and day, mate. Honestly, it really is. Looking at it, it's just, it's just so ridiculous. Yeah, but an- another thing that people have been saying is that we've lost Nakamba and we haven't replaced him. But we we obviously went in for players. We went in for Bentancur. We went in for Basuma. But is it not a good thing that the club have their valuation for a player and don't want to overspend for them? Yeah, that's that's fine by me. Um, that, and like they're just berating the club, Perslow, Gerard, whoever it can be, just so, ju- just because we don't. No, no, <laughs> just so we don't have. Just because we don't have a centre mid, and it's like we don't. It's almost like they don't care what we spend on a centre mid. We just need one, and uh, you've got to think that we can't be overspending ridiculous amounts of money on players that are going to be half the price in the summer. Do you know what I mean? No, no, I agree with that. But I still, like, I really like Yves Basuma, but he's not the guy to sit in front of a defence. Mm. Like, I think he'd do a better guy. job. <laughs> he probably would, because he's a better ball winner. I mean, it's Villa in it at the end of the day, Billy. I think yeah. that's the best way to put it. <laughs> yeah, Villa. Um, it is. So. Um, but yeah, it's... Just, kind of getting back to my original point about the 300 million is that it annoys me when people say that because it, it Gerard spent 25 million of it. He's had one season. The players are going from a, a somewhat basic to a completely different playing style that they're not used to. Of course, it's going to take time. We did get immediate results with Gerard, but that could be 
put under new manager bounce. The team don't know what the team's going to be. They're all fighting for their place. It seems like he's somewhat got a team now, and they they can then relax. But it's it's just not it's just not working. And Rome wasn't built in a day. It was always it was always going to take time for Gerald to implement his things. And one thing I'd like to ask you about is: Do you think we will play better against the better teams, or do you think we do play better against the better teams because they're more willing to come out and attack us and play their own football, which leaves space for us to play our own football and therefore get attack, create more chances, score more goals, that kind of thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, I just don't think we're like we're not necessarily built to be a counter-attacking team with this current system. I think it helps sometimes, but I just don't think we've... It's like the whole system has been built to try and drag people out of position. So you, th- But if you're a really organised team, like you, it's not going to do that with the, the level of players we have in general, mm. let's put it. Um, so I don't know, mate. Do we need to be... Sl- like? It feels a bit complicated at the moment. I think it's the right system. It just needs tweaking. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think we're a bit locked in. Like, do the central midfielders always need to drop into the fullback roles? I like the like the fullbacks going really high, but like, do we we just need a bit of variation sometimes? I think because that's the yeah. whole point, isn't it? It shouldn't like it's all built to drag people out of position, but does like you can't? It's not going to drag them out of position if they know what's going to happen each time. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It kind it worked against Leeds because. Leeds do a man marking system, so that messes the hell out of their defence. <laughs> like, yeah. as we've seen, Leeds' defence has been woeful ever since in these last, especially these last like three, three, four matches. Yeah, it, it, that's just Bielsa, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Well, it's you know that's what it is. So mm. I just realised my camera's working. <laughs> hey, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, that's why I turned it off I was like I was waiting to connect while you were talking but let's go <laughs> yeah um, I just think we need a bit more variation a little bit it, 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 that will take time but I, this is why I'm like for now maybe we need to just take it back to basics a little bit maybe withdraw a fullback not all the way like, I'm not saying they have to drop mm. right back and sit with the defence but maybe stay back just while need- attacking yeah, nah, mate, no, no nonsense fullback on defence. <laughs> I don't play FIFA anymore. <laughs> Neither do I, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I just I just think it needs... I, that's the big problem, is the defence at the moment. Mm-hmm. I know we didn't score on Saturday, or the Saturday before, but I think if you sort the defence... This is what Steven Gerrard did. He sorted the defence out, and we we went we played well. Is it that simple? No, it's not, though, is it? I know it's not. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Like, I don't think the system needs to change. But the team does. So, for sure. I'm segueing this onto the Brighton game, mate. (laughs) (laughs) So, what changes would you make to the team on Saturday, Billy? Oh, that's really good. Um, Get Miggin out the side. Get Douglas Louise out the side. Um, I think that'd be it. Just play with nine men. Stick, <laughs> stick Callum Chambers as a six. I never thought. I'd no. Be oh, what a hypocrite! Oh, I know. 
I know, but you, you convinced me. Is that not a good thing? You convinced me. Oh, yeah. So th- this is the thing. We're going to come out with the same team now, aren't we? So, which makes the graphics a lot easier for me. when we. <laughs> but, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So they're the two changes you're making. Yeah. Get McGinn needs a rest. He's been... I think the thing with John McGinn is when he's bad, he's... There's no middle ground with John McGinn. No. He's either world class and worth 150 million, or he's absolute dog shite and he's worth about 10. Yeah. <laughs> 10 million to get rid of <laughs> and when And when he is bad, he's the worst player on the pitch. Yeah, I think. And like you say, there's no middle ground, which just. It, oh, is it annoying? Yes, it is. Oh, I, I don't really know what I'm trying to say, but John McGinn no, needs needs to not start. You need like to you need to know that every, game, you need it? you need to know that every not one of them plays is an, is yeah. undroppable. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And because when Gerard's coming out on. saying things like "I love John McGinn" kind of thing, yeah, we all love John McGinn. He's a top. He's a top player, can be a top player, and he's a top bloke. So, of course, we all love John McGinn, but nobody is undroppable. And I think this is what Gerard Gerard's got a great opportunity now to instill that into the team by dropping John McGinn. So, it would be a massive statement, and it needs to happen. Get Morgan Sanson, give him the full 90 minutes, and we'll do a lot better. I mean, we, we've got to give Sanson a go. I think... I'll be mate, fuming if he doesn't. I've got to be honest. I think Conta has to come back in, no matter how bad he's been. I think, he, yeah, he's been shit. And Mings has uh, been great. No, but, but Mings, I, against, Mings against Leeds is... It was, it was just the Mings performance, wasn't it? We said this, yeah. didn't we? We said it even half-time when we had a chat. Yeah. Like, it was a Mings performance because he was either brilliant. It was well, but this is it. Mings and McGinn are either awful or they're brilliant. Like Tyler yeah. M- Mings' ball progression is great. They kind of let him because they realise at some point he'll have to pass the ball. <laughs> no one him, like, yeah, every, every team, every team we yeah. play against, for some reason, just let Tyro Mings just walk through them, and then at some Which point he has to pass it. Yeah, this is it. It's like the Leeds game. He passed it straight out to Luke. Like he tried to pass it to Luke and he passed it out for a throw in. Like it's just concentration for bits like that. Like so, I think we're agreeing on this team. I, the only other one in my mind is maybe Ashley Young starts, but I don't think Ashley Young's good for the goal. So I'm like, well, keep cashing. Yeah, Ashley Young should do better for the Dennis. It, goal. It, that that wasn't a good look. It, it really wasn't. It really wasn't. We take cash off because he's not been good enough. Because he wasn't good enough by any stretch of the imagination. Mm. I think he's brought Ashley Young on to put a better delivery into the box. And by doing that, he's sacrificed what cash has got defensively. And it ultimately came it, and it ultimately came down to I think cash Dennis Dennis just getting really just getting the better of him. I think Cash's positioning against Leeds was bad. Like that first goal, mm. they're just too. You look at the start, look how narrow we are, the back four out of possession, mm. which is what Steve Gerrard wants because he wants the, the wide central midfielders to press the fullbacks, right? Yeah. Instead of, and then you make it narrow in the middle. But yeah, um, I just think we just 
this is why back to base just sort this defensive shape out. Um, yeah, but yeah, but, I think Cash Consumings Dean with Chambers in front of it has to be not a back five. Don't fanny around and tell me you want to play a back five. I know you. No. I just we're just taking the out of it. It's where don't play a back five. Don't no, just don't no. just don't do it. Just the, just um, the thought of it. Just it just it's, it's good for a few weeks rage, and then it just, just comes, comes over back me. to places every time. Who do you want next? Do you want Jose Angel Crespo playing in a back five for Villa again? No, neither do I. That's getting clips. <laughs> Mate. I don't 34 minutes this time. It's taken it us 34 minutes. <laughs> You'd probably do all right. You'd probably sit in front of the defence. You played Jose Angel Crespo there. Um, no, Chambers. Let him sit in front of the defence. I'm not saying don't pass the ball forwards. I'm sure, like, he's looked all right so far, Chambers. But... See, I, I thought Fine. that as well, yeah. I thought that because yeah. I, I saw a lot of I, – I say a lot. I saw a bit of criticism for Chambers for for some reason, and I'm not really too sure why. The foul against uh, He did Newcastle. against Newcastle, but, yeah. but Probably would have been more annoying if it was a penalty. Yeah, I think the, and then the, the annoying thing, the annoying thing with that goal, that is the deflection. You just well, – it's just one of them. Oh, oh no! Is the fact that Blindy is like, like crouching down? Right? Oh, Dad said that. He's yeah, Dad got down. really annoyed to at that. Just stop he... it! And he, but he's leaning. If he leans the other way, I reckon he either doesn't go in or he blocks it. Oh, like the ball misses him. Either but, way, that was two it... weeks ago. We don't need to mention that because I'm going to get really annoyed about Trippier all over again and the tactical disruption. I was going to write on the board there that Billy Billy Hart's internationals, um, but I I spelt it wrong and rubbed it back off and realised my head's in the way anyway. So, (laughs) yeah, uh, midfield, we've talked about Chambers, Sanson and Ramsey. I don't think Ramsey was great last couple of games. I don't think anyone has been, though. Yeah, but that's it. Um, Yeah, Sanson, Ramsey. Sanson has to play. If not, and he doesn't want to make bring Sanson in because everyone, every Villa manager obviously has an agenda against Sanson. Uh, even Remy Gard would at this rate if he doesn't <laughs> play on Saturday. Um, Douglas Luiz higher up. I mean, we haven't got much else. I mean, he can't do any worse than he's done in the last few weeks. Mm. Attack's fine. That, this is what I was... Sorry, I move forward again. Uh Danny Ings actually like, got into decent positions, like bearing down on goal. Danny Ings, showed in, that ga- Danny Ings showed in that game why he's far and away a better striker than Ollie Watkins. He's a better goal Just, just his, his, his hold-up play, everything about his play, barring his pace, was so much better than what we've seen mm. from Ollie Watkins at any point this season. Yeah, no, I'll give you that. Um because what you don't see Watkins getting though, like Watkins doesn't get three, four chances again. I know Ings probably only had probably had a couple shots. Like he had a header late on. He's obviously had the one on one. He's had. He's I think had that was a penalty that we can. That was definitely yeah. a penalty, but I'm not going to get into referees. Yeah, because, but the, but like I said on the screamers episode, my 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 thought about referees are better kept to myself, and it will stay like that. And we've got a referee who's managed only, who's only officiated two Premier League games on Saturday. So what could possibly go wrong? Before I get annoyed, I'm taking the headphones off. <laughs> no, it's just us guys. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. We've agreed on the team. Should we, should we do the important stuff, Bill? 
to close. Oh my days! I've not even I've not even checked the attendance prediction. Uh, I want Brighton football web pages. Football web pages, righty ho. Uh, I just want attendances. It'll come up. I can't even spell. Why is it NA against Burnley? I've seen that for another game when we were looking at them. Have they not got it, or have they just not updated it? No idea, but I know what I'm going for. I mean, let's be honest. It's going to be thirty thousand by the looks of it. Thirty-one thousand. Always going big. Thirty thousand nine hundred and fifty-eight. Just write that down. Thirty-nine. Five, oh, I've just closed this web page down, but was the Palace game in the evening kickoff? I don't know. I just closed it down. Probably was, wasn't it? Oh, I'm going to go 30,783. What was it? 30,783. Right, yeah, I've got that written down. Oh, I'll the attendance prediction for uh, the Leeds game. I can't even remember if we did one now. Did we do a Leeds one? I think I got it. Yeah, I put I it at like... Didn't I put it at like... Yeah, didn't I put it at like over the actual... No, I didn't. It, it would have been like a record by some way, I think, mine, wouldn't it? I think so. Something like that. Um yeah, for a, for a Wednesday night is, mate. You you text me. What's the what are you? What's your uh, attendance predictions? Oh yeah, Half, we put halfway out. through about my third pint. Oh, and I was like, I've no, I've no idea. I genuinely have no idea. So I was like, I oh, just, just whatever. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, did you end it there, mate? No, let's finish on a light note. Just, right. Did you enjoy your trip back to Villa Park for the first time in two years, despite Villa's defence being awful? No, because of Villa's defence <laughs> being awful. <laughs> we went 3-1 up and we bottled it. Oh, and Colza got sent off. It wasn't that was, good. Oh, I mean, we could talk about just how stupid that was, but we're not getting... It was stupid. Oh. It was stupid, but it wasn't a yellow card. And that's it's like no, it was a yellow card. It wasn't a yellow it card. Was. It wasn't a yellow card. No, he didn't. No, he just went into him. It wasn't a yellow card. And Did don't you enjoy start your trip back to the UK. No, and I'm back to the Southampton <laughs> game as well. I'm fucking dreading it. I'm dreading it. But. We play better football against more open teams and hopefully Southampton will come and attack us, leaving plenty of space for little Phil, little Emmy and little Danny to score three goals. Anyway, I think, we'll, I think we'll end it there. Little Tyro, Thank you, little John. Just <laughs> go through all of them. <laughs> to conclude, patience is key. And Villa fans are fucking idiots. Thank you, everyone, for listening. <laughs> we will be back soon, hopefully. It won't be as big a break as last time, hopefully. I keep saying hopefully because <laughs> neither of us know when we're next podding. Um, so, yeah, we'll see you soon. Thank you, everyone, to listen. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Hold on. I th- are we not going to say but mention the sports social stuff? Hey. I saw they tweeted saying we're on the network now. We've always been on the network. Have we? I didn't know. Oh.
I thought we were, but I didn't think we were. I thought we had no, 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 no. We are. That, that's it's that's really how we're on Spotify now. I signed onto the. Uh... It's just because we're a new pod. Ah, uh, they loved it. They tweeted about. <laughs> Bless him. They said that Billy, he loves international football. He really does. Anyway, he loves for listening, everybody. Uh, follow us on Twitter or at Total Villains Pod. Well, he got it. Uh, I, was, right. I, right. I wasn't sure if he was going to get that. Uh, yeah, up the villa. I thought I'd finish it just to be more chaotic. Cheery bye. Oh, I forgot the cheery And as bye. always, up the villa. Cheery bye, everyone. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.